Welcome to Star Rollers, a Starfinder Society podcast. from our quick break and we are ready to continue the adventure uh so when we left off um our wonderful starfinders had just finished uh helping out the exo guardians by taking care of a uh a uh creature that had taken up residence in the warehouse that is going to become the exo guardians uh new headquarters but now uh we still have two more tasks to take care of. Uh, we've done both the Acquisitives and the ExoGuardians tasks, and now we have the Data Files and the Wayfinders left. Uh, so which of those sounds more interesting to you guys? Um, well... Not the data files because we're not a bunch of hackers. Maybe the wayfinders. Then. Oh, I can hack stuff. Uh, well, we have one hacker. <laughs> okay. Um, the data files are also about knowing things, and I think I know things. True. Everybody thinks they know things. I don't know anything about anything, and I didn't see it happen. And you can't <laughs> see anything. Okay. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's up to you guys, whichever one uh, y'all would like to do. Um, here we go. I'll go with the Wayfinders. Wayfinders? Okay. Sounds good to me. Cool. Yeah, so you guys are uh, going to go ahead and help out the Wayfinders. Uh, so, uh, you, in order to obviously uh, get out to the Wayfinders, um, <clears throat> you would have to. Uh, find a shuttle to take you out to the armada uh which is uh one of the uh which is the basically giant fleet of, of starships uh that are constantly orbiting absalom station uh the society uh, uh finds you a sh- a shuttle to take and they get everything arranged and they get you guys sent on your way apologies for the cat in the background um so you guys uh, are uh, take are given the directions to the shuttle, and then you take off toward the Master of Stars, which is the ship that houses the Wayfinder's headquarters. Um, the station's armada can be seen on the shuttle's view screen as it takes off, uh, gleaming figures standing out against the emptiness of space. The Master of Stars immediately stands out from the rest as layers and layers of scaffolding obscure its hull. Tiny lights flicker amongst the metal beams as distant figures weld plates and heat shields to the ship's exterior. The shuttle smoothly glides closer until it reaches the starship's docking bay, slipping through the magic field that keeps the hold pressurized with breathable atmosphere. As the shuttle doors open, a small drone flies in and pops up a holoscreen, displaying on it a harried-looking Yusoki. Ah, finally! Fresh meat! The Yusoki exclaims over the screen, sounding pleased. Name is Fitch. 
Pleasantry's over. Time to get to work. I had some trouble earlier with the lights flickering on the ship, and now both the lights and the computers have suddenly gone out on E-Deck. No idea what's causing it, but you work this job long enough, and uh, for a brief moment, Fitch's attention flicks to something off-screen, and she shouts, Kirketh, the welding torch is not a toy. You want to go to the toddler's pen with the other kids? Uh, She snorts dismissively before continuing. Sorry, some of these little ones would cut their own heads off if I let them. Anyways, it could be some kind of lunkhead screwed up uh, the wiring, but that's a pretty big system failure for a simple electrical short. I'd prefer to send in some people with uh, some amount of combat training to scout it out, just in case someone or something is sabotaging the ship. If it's nothing, great. Get the power back on if you can. If there's something suspicious, uh, you can just use your comm units to report to me. I'll give you the access codes, so... Uh, Celicia, if you touch that panel, I'll staple you to the hull. Uh, and then all of a sudden the drone's screen cuts out, uh, then flashes to display the skip's, ship's schematics and the passwords for the computers on EDEC. All right, let's go. <laughs> oh. We have electricity to rewire. This will be fun. On... Oops, are good. Oh, on on the trip out here, um, mm-hmm. I'm going to use my healing touch on myself to get yes. some of those hit points back. Sounds good. That is a plan. Better plan. Don't get injured. Also a good plan. Yes. I'll try that next time. <laughs> so I will drag you guys to the next map. Ta-da! Um, and you guys will be starting out, if I can close things properly, right there. Make sure Twitch is good. Cool. Twitch yeah. is good. All right. Okay. So, you guys, uh, after the little uh, little robot shows you the um, schematics of the ship, uh, then proceeds to lead you to an elevator... Uh, that takes you down to E-Deck. And as the elevator opens, um, uh, you see, yeah, it's it's fairly dark in here. Uh, it's There's some lighting uh, from some emergency lights, but uh, it's, it's fairly dark. Um, this ship, the Master of, of Stars, is actually the largest starship in the Society's arsenal. Um, and even before the events of the Scoured Stars, it was the pride of the fleet. Years of neglect rendered uh, required an extensive extensive retrofit during the events of the Scoured Stars incident, which inadvertently saved the flagship. The repairs are still ongoing, uh, which are hampered by the lack of senior Starfinders familiar with the ship's uh, systems. The E-Deck, which you guys are now on, is a heavily underused section of the Master of Stars. Uh, it consists of various primary access corridors and adjoining chambers. Most of the rooms are crew quarters or communal living space far less important locations due to the recent shortage in personnel. Uh, the wayfinders, wayfinders rather, have recently started using some of these chambers to store non-threatening alien objects. Um, and so when you guys arrive, yeah, it is, it is fairly dark. Uh, the main lights are definitely not on. And so it is, for those of you without dark vision, uh, very difficult to see. All right, let's go. So you can go ahead and drag your uh, characters back out onto the map. Um, 
Yes. And there are a few small computer screens here in this is in this entry area that are kind of uh, meant for, um, <clears throat> excuse me, that are meant for like uh, basic control of the ship uh, or basic control of the functions in, in this area, that sort of thing. And I will reveal a little bit more. Boop. There you go. Straight shot. Can we find something to turn on the lights? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, you're able to pretty quickly figure out what, um, you know, what you would need to do to reroute the power. Um, if you want to do that, you can go ahead and give me a computers or engineering check to try and turn the lights back on. I look at rat explosion. <laughs> okay, I will switch the light switch on. Um, computers, engineering, how lucky do I feel? <laughs> Let's go the easy way. All right. Um, to switch your light switch on. Yeah, 23, you're able to uh, reroute power uh, with some, uh, just a few key presses. You're able to reroute the power to this area, and you have the lights on. There you go. Um, so this does only provide limited power to this area uh, with, by rerouting the power, um, but it is enough to restore moderate computer functionality elsewhere. So you have at least turned things somewhat off or somewhat back on rather not turn them off um and as you do that and the lights come back on above you uh you can kind of see forward into this room directly in front of you uh there are some scattered barrels and boxes lining the lowered floor of this storage chamber uh there's a thick bulkhead to the port side uh, that leads further onto the deck while a similar bulkhead to the aft connects to a hallway that runs the length of the deck um, and as you guys go ahead and make me, give me a, uh, perception check, please. All of you. Okay. I, I do have a uh, blind sight. Okay, cool. If that ends up that coming might, into play in this darkness. Might come into play now that even though it's light now, it might, uh, blind sight. Do, 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 do. Blind um, double checking the blind set entry real quick. Okay, cool. So, and that was Kanupa, correct? Correct. Okay, cool. So, yeah, um, Kanupa, as you kind of get accustomed to the area around you, uh, what what type of blind sight do you have? Does it specify the type? Sound. Sound. Okay. So you hear the usual, you know, thrumming of a ship that has uh, that is powered up now that you have the power back on in this area, but you also hear um, the soft, frightened whimpering of children too, specifically uh, in the room in front of you. There's children here. Oh no, not children. The worst of all threats. <laughs> uh, I mean, I know I was when I was a child. <laughs> Am I able to, like, locate any, um... Like, can I pinpoint where they are, or do yeah, I just... Yeah, so they're hiding, they're, they're hiding, like, kind of behind... Oops, I should click on the right thing. 
uh, they're kind of hiding in down behind some of these boxes that are lowered on the ground. So you can't like see them, see them, but you can very easily pinpoint uh, with your blind sight hearing uh, where they kind of where they are spatially in the room. Okay. Maybe uh, just yell to them and say, Hey, the, the jig is up kids. Uh, why don't you come out? I don't want you guys to get hurt. All right. So uh, are you, did you actually, are you actually saying that or? Yeah. Yeah. I'll do okay, it. cool. Yeah. So you call out, uh, and you all hear a soft gasp uh, from from down below, uh, and then you see two children, two human children. Um, they peek kind of around these. Well, I'll reveal more of this room now. Boop. There we go. You're in a room. Um, so they peek kind of around these stairs and look up at you. Um, they are a boy and a girl, uh, very clearly siblings. Um, and they kind of give you, uh, sheepish looks as they, um, they look up at you from, from down, uh, the bottom of the stairs, um, and start to slowly walk their way up, uh, towards you while glancing at each other and like whispering as they walk over to you. Hello. Are you, are you a threat that we have to destroy? No, 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 no. Who are, who are you? Wait, Did... We're the people that are here to get rid of the threats. Oh, well, uh, there's no threats down here. Nope. Oh, that's good. Job's done. <laughs> no, there, there's just Mr. Squidgy. He's not in trouble, is he? Who's Mr. Squidgy? Uh, he's, he's our new friend. Did he turn all the lights off? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. He likes to eat, he likes to eat batteries. Mm. And all the lights went out while you were playing with him. Well, we Just were like we were coming things. coming back from from feeding Mister Squidgy. I mean, we're we're not. We're, are we are we in trouble? Did did they? Are you, we're not in trouble, are we? No, no, no. Probably not. No, uh, yeah. Mister Squidgy's no, not in trouble either, is he? Uh, no, dearies, you're not in trouble. No one's in trouble. Oh, okay. Um, we uh, we 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 just came down here. We we come down here sometimes to 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 play. Um, and that's how we found Mister Squidgy, and he looked hungry, so we 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 tried to feed him, but but he um he he didn't you know he he didn't want food. Uh, and then I had like a little radio. And he ate the batteries, so we were, we came down to bring him more batteries. And then when the lights went out, the elevator wasn't working right or something, and and we couldn't get back up. Mm. Well, I fixed it all now, so you can go now. Uh, go oh, and tell all the the grown ups to look after stuff here. That you've got something else for them to look after. Uh, okay, uh, you, you're not gonna. You you got guns. You're not gonna hurt Mister Squidgy, are you? Please. Oh, no. I'll, I'll put the gun away. Gun has gone away. You have to promise that you're not going to hurt Mister Squidgy. P- promise pinky that. promise. And the 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 girl holds out her pinky. Yeah, yeah, I, I will do that. <laughs> you you successfully pinky promise this small child that you're not going to hurt Mister Squidgy. Oh my! We're about the same size. True, you're about the size of this child. Yes. Pressing X. <laughs> Yeah, um, we're, 
You're only here to protect Mr. Squishy. Okay. Um. Well, just just don't hurt Mr. Squidgy, okay? You got you got to promise. Um. And with that, you see both of the kids kind of like very awkwardly go past you and into the elevator and go up the uh, up the elevator. Leaving you on E-deck, uh, with the lights mostly back on, and somewhere down here is Mr. Squidgy. All right, so... Yeah, how are we going to deal with Mr. Squidgy? Does anyone have any batteries? We could use them as bait. I have a battery. Mm. Okay. Tie it to a bit of string and kind of dangle it around and see what jumps up and bites it. <laughs> I don't think I'm that strong. I... Also, why are you asking the fishman to make go fishing? <laughs> that seems rude. <laughs> I mean, I'm really more like a stingray than a fish, but still. <clears throat> you should be an expert on it then. You've seen it happen from the other side. We hunt differently. <laughs> okay. Like, we're in the water, not above it. Right. Also, nobody goes fishing for callow. What are you... What? No, uh. <laughs> so, yeah, what would... Uh, Air would breathers. All, <laughs> what would you all like to do? Well, can we tie a battery to a rope and just keep throwing it into a room? Sure. See what comes out. I mean, that is fishing. <laughs> yeah. That is definitely fishing. I think what I want to do is go to this door here. Okay. Peer carefully around the corner and see if anything bites my head off. Okay. So you walk uh, down, downstairs, and you peer very carefully around the corner to see if anything bites your head off. Um, hmm. Nothing bites your head off. So that's, well, you know. Good. I'm still using it. That's good. You've got that much going for you. Um, so you can kind of see into this next room. Do, 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 do. <clears throat> uh, so this area, uh, you can kind of tell there's two adjoining chambers here. Um, the one that you're looking into, that you're able to look into rather, uh, contains four large containment capsules. Uh, three of which are holding stasis-locked objects, including a tablet, a strange curved sword, and an odd spiral of bioluminescent coral. A crack leaks mm. fluid from the fourth capsule, which displays a foot-wide breach near the bottom. Uh, down below, you can tell there's another room, but you can't really see what is in it, obviously, because you're just peeking around the corner. Uh, go ahead and make me a perception check, though, while you're here. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's really what you're able to pick out. So, good news, I think I found the problem. <laughs> There's a thing that they hold things in, and it's empty, and a thing has escaped. I hate it when things escape. Oh, good times. <laughs> I mean, they're holding random inanimate objects in them, so whatever it is that's escaped probably can't have gone far. 
Well, they did say they were uh, playing with Mr. Squidgy, so mm. it's probably nearby somewhere. Also, that's a nice sword. Can I have it? <laughs> Maybe. You never know. Yeah. What would you all? Uh, what would you all like to do? I will move forward. Okay. And go and have a look at the the tanks with the stuff in. Uh, rat explosion. As you walk through this uh, this central area here. I am going to need you to make me a a where is it where is it oh oh it just happens okay cool um so as you walk through this room rather uh you into this room uh you hear suddenly a loud hiss from above as the fire extinguishers from uh that were mounted here go off uh and you find yourself completely coated in fire extinguishing foam within seconds oh lovely um so you oh i'm sorry make me make me a uh reflex save please i can do that yes i did not they did not highlight the fact that there's actually a save. Okay, this changes things slightly. Uh, you managed to dodge out of the way as the fire extinguishers activate, uh, flooding the area with foam, uh, and you're kind of able to just at the last second dodge out of the way uh, and avoid being turned into a uh, snowy soaky. Mm. Just kind okay. of roll and do an undignified scramble <laughs> foam everywhere so no one can see me doing it right true yeah true that uh... can't be good for the fur <laughs> no. oh there we go oh it's a giant soaky it's huge there we go i got my token out there we go perfect much better much better all right um okay so yeah uh, sh- uh, uh <laughs> rat explosion. You are you successfully managed to avoid the trap as you kind of enter this next room. So I'll go ahead and reveal it. Uh, and yeah, there is. Oops, did I hide it? No, I revealed it. Okay, cool. There is the next room. Um, yeah, you are welcome to go on in. All right. Um, and I'll reveal a little bit of this next room as well as you look down into it. Is the reveal actually working? I can't. I'm seeing a black screen. Yeah. It's or not... like, I'm not seeing the the new room anyway. It's not working oh. for me. Oh, it's appeared. Oh, it's not using the correct tool. All right. Um, I think you to cover up. There we go. That's better. Yeah. All right. Yay. And there are some tanks. What are these tanks? Uh, so those are the tanks that contained the um, that contained the objects. So this one, this one, and this one all still are active and working correctly. Uh, this one in the corner is the one that is broken. 
All right, I am going to um, <clears throat> cast Detect Thoughts because it will allow me to detect the presence or absence of, among other things, the presence or absence of thoughts from conscious creatures that have at least an intelligence score of one. Okay, and what is the range on that? Uh, a 60-foot cone. Okay, go ahead. In whatever direction that I'm focusing. Okay. So I will basically project it into the room for now, and I can... Um, Turn once per round. Okay, cool. So it basically moves with you. Right. It's it's basically detect magic rules. Cool. Okay. Yeah. You uh you cast this and in this immediate room you don't really pick anything up. Okay. As you look around. Um but it's sixty feet, so Okay. As you kind of look around this room, you do feel something in the next room. Like this, okay. this one down, down this way. I will come over to here by the corner and spend around concentrating into there. Okay. Um. And let's see what changes when you concentrate again. Uh, basically, I have the first round of a new concentration is like focusing to detect the presence of thoughts that have okay. an intelligence score of at least one. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you can definitely, you do detect, uh, the presence of thoughts in, uh, in this next room. Uh, they're very primitive, um, and feels focused mostly around, like, satisfying hunger, essentially. Okay. I will concentrate for another round, which, let me get the text here. Uh, it should let me see or sense the number of minds and their intelligence scores. Uh, you sense one mind, and uh, we'll say it has an intelligence score of two. Okay. Um, can, you, can you talk while maintaining concentration on a spell? Yeah. Okay, good. Because um, Mr. Squidgy, I think he's he's in there, and... Kanupa is making a face. Um, it would be like, you know, humans wrinkle their nose, except he doesn't have much of a nose, so. <laughs> um, and he's like, it's hungry, and I don't know where it is, but it seems a little disgruntled. Okay. Well, I'm going to go into the next room then and be the b diplomat and hold out a battery and say, Hey, Mr. Squidgy, <laughs> we're not going to hurt you. Okay. Got a delicious battery for you. Why don't you come out and talk to us? <laughs> All right, so I'll go ahead and reveal the whole next room. Oh, uh, darn, he eats batteries. We should have yeah. saved some of those potatoes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, see, now it's covering Just stuff. Get a <laughs> that is, I don't know why. There we go. Now you can hopefully see the next room. Um, can you see the next room now? The one down below? Okay, yes. cool. Cool, so as you walk in, um, <laughs> you, you suddenly feel uh, the gravity in this room increases like two, two and a half to three times the levels you're used to. Um, it feels like whatever has uh, been, you know, fiddling with the electricity may have accidentally fiddled with um, the artificial gravity 
Um, you say accidentally. Yeah, you know, accidental, intentional, what's the difference? Um, but in this room, rather, I'll go ahead and briefly describe what you got in here. Um, this room contains uh, several desks, each one hosting a computer terminal, which were previously deactivated but turned on when you all rerouted the power to this room. Uh, you also see it looks like it was just kept as a general purpose office for a while. Um, there are, you know, chairs and, and some writing utensils scattered about. Uh, some have fallen onto the floor. Uh, there's trash cans. Um, there's a bright pink beach ball on a desk. Uh, and there are just a few, like, um, you know, stacks of paper here and there as well. Okay. We have a fourth incongruous object. Maybe that means something. What do these four objects have in common? <laughs> so there's no response from Mr. Squidgy as I try to. Not immediately. Out. No, not that you can tell. I mean, nothing in the room seems to move. Go ahead and make and, me a uh, perception check, though, Pierre. Teen. Uh, when you held out the battery, the beach ball, did the beach ball move? I don't know, that's weird. Beach ball? Yeah, there's a bright what? pink beach ball on one of the desks. Oh. I don't trust that. <laughs> Why is there just a beach in one of the desks? Well, everything has to be somewhere. <laughs> True. See, there you go. I will. I ask, uh, I ask uh, Kanupa to kind of center his the tech thoughts on the beach ball. <laughs> yeah, I'll see focus on I'll the beach ball. Focus. Like, I can't get. This spell doesn't let me yeah. get location, yep. but I can. Um, as you, like, sweep across the room, like, it definitely lights up every time you sweep over the beach ball. Okay. I will focus for uh, three rounds on it and. Um, it, assuming nothing happens in those three rounds, it can make a will save, and if it fails, I can sense its uh, thoughts. Creatures of here, I'll just post the yeah. third uh, round. Well, I will. Um, I'll save you the trouble. Nothing happens in the third round. Uh, in 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 between, um, and I'll also save you the trouble of it rolling. It fails. <laughs> um, its thoughts are that it's hungry, and it's also scared because you're in here, and it you're not the children. It doesn't know what children are, but it knows that they were not dangerous. It's, I'm not. It's scared. It thinks. It thinks we're going to hurt it. I say, um, yeah. The children uh, are our friends too, and they sent us in to uh, to help you out. We are friends with the little children. Um, at, at two intelligence. I don't know if you mentioned how intelligent it is but i think it's at the intelligence of like an especially smart dog yeah it's... No, that's how i would talk to an especially smart dog <laughs> oh okay it's yeah got it's uh, it's got a two for an intelligence modifier basically okay. so it has simple instinctual thoughts which is why sadly it's not going to understand the words yes. so we're gonna have to um I'm just kind of using tone like I would with a really... Yeah, like go a, ahead and like make me a persuasion check, I guess. 
It's diplomacy here. Yeah, diplomacy, sorry. 16 plus okay. I get a, a D6, so hold on one second. Uh, plus 4, so that's 20. Uh, yeah, the beach ball turns into a table lamp. That's cute. <laughs> so it's like a mimic yeah. thing. Offer it the battery and put that down on the desk. Uh, yeah, so the table lamp, uh, like, reaches out with its plug, its wire, uh, wraps around the battery and, like, holds the battery up against itself, um, and then after a few moments, it puts the battery down. Aw, it's adorable. And then it turns back into a pink beach ball. I want to keep it. Yeah. What do you want to do with this thing? Keep it forever and ever. We should probably give it to the Starfinder Society because they're experts on knowing about weird stuff that may or may not be alive. And this is definitely a weird stuff. <laughs> in the uh, other in the other room, is there some kind of containment unit for it or something? Uh, yeah, it looks mm-hmm. like there was one uh, for whatever this thing is, uh, but that one was damaged. Is there another one in there? Uh, there's not, like not another spare one. The other three are uh, are filled, and the two small ones are too small for this thing. We should probably like call the boss. Oh, that's let true. We it. should give give her a call and let her know. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. All right. You giving uh, giving Fitch a call? All right, cool. Yeah, you uh, you reach out to her via whatever you know form of communication you all have on you. Um, it rings for a few moments, and then you see an image of uh, Fitch pop up on screen, uh, looking even more harried than she had been earlier, if that's possible. Um, and you see she looks over at someone off screen, uh, and she says, "Hey, you're not supposed to eat the pencils. Put it down." Uh, sorry, what can I do for you? Um, we have a shapeshifter. A what? A shapeshifter. That seems to like eat electricity. Yeah, it escaped from a containment unit, and we don't have a spare containment unit to put it back into. I suppose that makes sense. That would explain why the power went out, at least. Uh, Do you think you can, like, pick it up and bring it back up here? We've got, uh, I've got some containment uh, units on another deck that would be good, but... Uh, there, I don't know if we want to keep it down there on, on E-Deck, since it's, nobody goes down there. Yep, sounds like a plan. Okay, just uh, make sure not to, you know, not to hurt the thing, whatever it is. If it's a shapeshifter, that could be quite useful for study. Hmm. Let's get it and bring it up, down, along, <laughs> which way up. Okay, I'll be waiting for you. Hey, hey, put that down! No, stop chasing your sister with a knife! Uh, and she she once again cuts off communication <laughs> as she hurries uh, to deal with whatever new uh, new horrible thing has just happened. Uh, Alright. Uh, would you guys like to uh, take Mr. Squidgy with you? Yeah. Yes. Maybe just try to get it uh, attached to another battery and uh, yeah. bring it up. Sure. I mean, if, if do you have any more batteries on you? I, I got one. another battery. Cool. 
Uh, yeah, so as you kind of go to hand uh, Mr. Squidgy, or put out another battery for Mr. Squidgy, it uh, shapeshifts out of being a pink beach ball and into being a um, a bull. And it just like as you as you go to like put the put the battery down, the bowl slides on the table to be directly under you, under where you're gonna put the battery. I try to pick it up with the battery. Yeah, uh, Mister. Once once the battery is inside the bowl, uh, Mister. Squidgy does not seem to do anything as you pick it up. All right. Well, I will quickly as quick as I can before it. Sucks all the life out of the battery. Uh, try to get it up to, uh, um, to the the wayfinders, and then see if they can study it. Yeah, uh, you are able to uh, take Mister Squidgy back up uh, without incident. Um, although, as you go, you kind of notice that any electronics you have on you kind of like flicker occasionally. It's it's not you know mm-hmm. concerning, but they don't normally do that, do they? I don't know. Um, but uh, you are able to get up the uh, up the lift and uh, back to Fitch, who uh, now has a trio of uh, Yosoki children with her, um, all of which who all of whom are wearing uh, brightly colored cone shaped hats uh, as some sort of punishment. Um, and. As you guys arrive, uh, you see that she also has a team of uh, of individuals who are of, of various races, um, who appear to be experts? Question mark in whatever this is, uh, and they take uh, Mister Squidgy, still in bull form with the battery inside, uh, and head off to presumably uh, some sort of. Um, Autopsy room. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. No one's killing Mr. Squidgy. He's too cute. Um, also there, though, is the father of the two children that you guys rescued. Um, he walks over and he says, uh, hey, Thanks for getting my kids out of there. I, uh, it's hard to keep an eye on both of them when I'm working, and since their mother's not around anymore, it's just me. So, uh... I, I appreciate your work. Really, I do. Uh, here, you know, I can't give you... I don't have much I can give you, but, uh, you know, it, it, this is at least something. Uh, and he gives you guys a Mark One Ring of Resistance. Uh, Fitch, for her part, is going to give you all 400 credits as well. Ooh, <clears throat> sweet. I would not complain about having that ring of resistance. Whoever wants it can have it. Oh, you can grab it. I will grab it. What were the um, what were the uh, grenades that we were given before? Uh, they're incendiary grenades. One, the first. Okay, I might grab one. some of that. I might grab one of those. There were two of them. So how much do you want? Okay. You've been listening to Star Rollers. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and tune in again for the next exciting episode.